A guide can be as simple as a post pointing people in the right direction and as complex as a well-seasoned Sherpa with specific knowledge and expertise to ensure success summiting Mount Everest. For some, being a guide is an occupation and for others, it's their way of giving back. A guide is simply someone that advises or shows someone the way. So at the end of last season, we wrapped up our time by talking through our view of stewardship and how it is this all-encompassing thing that does not exclude any area of our lives. The more we talked, the more we recognized that a common thread in each of our minds was this idea or picture of a map that someone takes on a journey. Obviously nowadays it is more of a digital map that has highly detailed parts and it's on your phone or GPS, but someone had to make that map. And we recognize that just like traveling somewhere new or unfamiliar or a place with terrain that can change, Viewing the journey through this earthly life in the same way just made sense. And since we are journeying through many areas of life while creating this podcast, we had to ask ourselves, as hosts of the Stewardship Project, what role do we play in all of this? We don't want to think of ourselves just as a random voice to you, but we also wanted to be something a lot more useful to those who'd listen. Welcome to the Stewardship Project. I'm Sean Salitro. I'm Andrew Mitchell. If you've ever been challenged with the idea that stewardship goes beyond finances and time, then you're in the right place. And we will be your guides. So from our perspective, we really see guides as there's three types. So I'll go ahead and list those out and then I'll go back and give a little bit more detail about each one. So guide type number one is just a signpost. It's a sign, it points you in the right direction, it points you to the thing that you wanna know uh, where it's at. Number two is a come with me. Most likely that's a type of guide that's never been somewhere, but they're on the journey, they wanna have that experience together. The third type of guide is, I've been there, let me show you the way. So guidepost number one, that sign idea, obviously if it's just something that's standing still, I don't know about you guys, but I've been on trails before that have those and you still end up getting lost. It's not something that's gonna go with you. It's not something that's gonna tell you that was a wrong turn, but it very much can be very helpful and point you in the right direction. Mm -hmm. Uh, guide number two is again that come with me. Uh, so again, this is a person that's never been to the finish or the final destination, but it's somebody that's willing to figure it out. Sometimes these people do have some sort of special knowledge or skills or something that could be helpful, but again, they've never been to the final destination. So they, they really don't, they don't know that piece of the puzzle. The final piece, and this is kind of where we talk about the, the well-seasoned idea, is somebody that's been to the destination and they want to show you the way. This type of guide is often um, really, really beneficial from the standpoint of they know the things to watch out for, they know the things to avoid, but they also know, you know, we need to go right or we need to go left at this point in time. So like I said, we wanted to kind of frame those ideas for you guys 
at the stewardship project, we really view ourselves in guide number two. We don't know the final destination. We don't know all the answers, but we definitely want to be along the journey with you guys uh, to experience some of that. And so now I'm going to pass it over to Sean for him to kind of bring us into a story and kind of point out what those different guides look like in the story. Yeah, so the, the picture that really made the most sense to us was the 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 people of Lewis and Clark. Um, and what we see in what's most well known about them is that they were people who mapped out the Pacific Northwest in America um, in the very early stages of forming our country. Um, and they were hired, obviously, for their skills and their knowledge of mapping out an area and being familiar with certain kinds of terrain. Um, but they they knew in themselves that they weren't experts at all. So even after they were hired um, by Congress to go out and do this thing after America had purchased this territory, they knew, I mean, if we just go out there and try to make a map on our own, we're going to encounter a lot of different things that we've never seen before, whether it's animals or uh, terrain or types of weather or how to look out for certain things. So uh, with, with their own money, they hired... Uh, a Native American guide uh, in Sacagawea, or Sacagawea, we're always like, how do you say that? <laughs> um, but Sacagawea, and, you know, and she clearly knew from living there, from experiencing things there, from growing up there, being born in the area, uh, everything that they were going to encounter in every facet of it. She, she knew the terrain. She knew the animals and how to, um, to, how to work with them. Uh, she knew... Um, you know, which rivers were going to be more treacherous than others, uh, which places could be crossed and could not, um, to give the the explorers, as they were, that confidence in that we can complete this assignment and we can do it well. Um, but they in themselves knew that, you know, we've been given this assignment. We can't do it without uh, Sacagawea, so we've got to um, have her with us. And so uh, they knew exactly that it, w- it would be much more wiser of them, much more wise, it would be wiser of them um, to to be making a map along the way with this guide on this journey. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the stewardship project, I mean, we kind of saw ourselves in that role. Um, I mean, the part that we didn't really mention was that all they pretty much had before going to that territory were, were mountains pretty much as their guide. Mm-hmm. You know, that was their landmark. That was their signpost of like, if you keep the mountains in view, you'll kind of know where you're at. Mm-hmm. Um, but you kind of got to get to those and then go from there. But that's the part we've never been to is beyond the mountains. Um, so in that picture, in that, in that story, in that analogy, we kind of saw ourselves more in that Lewis and Clark role. Um, I guess Mitchell and Salitro um, <laughs> going on that journey. But like, I mean, we talked about ourselves as we want to help make the map. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also recognize we need people along the way who've been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I, I think that was actually something that we said before even season three was that we don't ever want to feel like we're in the position of being the expert or the professional. We wanted to be in the position of helping people discover the map, draw the map, pull all the pieces together to give a real clear picture to people of what does a life focused on stewardship look like? And so, yeah, we're happy to have you guys along for the journey and to continue the journey. And hopefully this conversation of guides and the different types of guides that we might see in our lives uh, will help you to, to, uh, to identify those in your own life 
but also hopefully you can identify us as the stewardship project in there as well, uh, pointing you in the right direction and just journeying with you as we're discovering a lot of these types of things. So season four of the podcast will launch the first Monday in June. So we're super excited for that. Love for you to stick around and join us for that. Sean, you got any other excitement that you want to share with anybody? So or final thoughts? No, we're just so excited. Um, there's a lot coming up, but the excitement part for us is just um, encountering those who can help us make these maps and um, be those experts on the journey. So we got a lot of good stuff for you guys. Thanks for allowing us to be a part of your stewardship journey. Share your journey with us by connecting with us on Facebook or by emailing us at thestewardshippodcast at gmail.com. If this is your first time joining us, we'd love for you to check out our previous conversations. Be sure to tune in next week for another Stewardship Conversation.